Welcome to episode 81 of season 4 of the Old Radio Comedy Podcast. One of the greatest short-lived radio shows of all time has to be It's Higgins, Sir, a hilarious situation comedy that only ran from July 3rd to September 25th, 1951 as a summer replacement for the Bob Hope Show. Only a handful of episodes were made, and most of those survive to this day, but I, and many other old-time radio fans, are perplexed as to why this show was never picked up after its brief run. It starred Harry McNaughton as Higgins, an English butler who was willed to the American relatives of a British family, along with an expensive Queen Anne silver service. Vinton Hayworth played the head of the household, and Peggy Allenby played his wife. All of the shows play on the discomfort of Higgins in his new role in an American family, and the discomfort that the family members initially have at having a butler, eventually coming to consider him one of the family. Now sit back and enjoy the August 28, 1951 broadcast of It's Higgins, Sir. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. There's no mister. It's just Higgins, sir. The National Broadcasting Company presents a new comedy series. It's Higgins, sir, created and transcribed by Paul Harrison and starring Harry McNaughton as Higgins. special day in the Roberts house. It's Mr. Roberts' birthday, and Higgins the butler got up very early this morning to make some very special preparations. While the rest of the family sleeps, he's downstairs in the living room getting his surprise ready. Yes, Higgins is hard at work, but uh, what's he doing? Hear it, Phyllis? Hear, hear what? There's a burglar downstairs. On my birthday? Oh, nonsense, Elizabeth. No burglar would get up this early to rob a house. Let's go back to bed, hmm? What's that? That's what I've been talking about. Where's my shotgun? 
Right here, the top shelf of the closet. Yeah, put a shell in it. And uh, there, now. Be careful, dear. Elizabeth. Yes, dear. I'm too sleepy to shoot burglars. You go down. <laughs> now you go ahead, dear. Okay. I only had my glasses on. All right, put your hands up before I shoot. But, sir, I'm Higgins. Higgins? What are you doing? I almost shot you. Oh, really, sir? Wouldn't you have found that terribly inconvenient? I mean, murder charges and all that sort of thing? Wouldn't you have found it terribly inconvenient? Funerals and coffins and all that sort of thing? I'm very sorry, sir, indeed, but I didn't mean to startle you, sir. Startle me, Higgins. I'm not even awake. What are you doing down here at this hour? Oh, I'm doing something very special, sir. It's your birthday gift, sir. Uh, a birthday present for me? Yes, sir. I feel we know each other well enough now, sir, for me to uh, to give you this. Oh, well, thank you, Higgins. Uh, what is it and where is it, huh? It's a, it's a very ancient piece of statuary, sir. It's an heirloom from the old Robertson Castle. It's right there on the mantel, sir. Where? Open your eyes, sir. They're still closed. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, where? It's right there, sir. Don't let me out of here. I'm having a nightmare. Oh, that horrible, ugly face. Take it away, Higgins. Uh, but that's my gift to you, sir. That, that's a gargoyle. I spent hours cleaning it for your birthday. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, what an ugly face. Those bulging eyes, that tremendous nose, that protruding chin, those great big battered ears. I know what you did. You had somebody make a bust of Aunt Millie. <laughs> Roberts, you don't understand, sir. Sir Reginald Robertson, your relative, the one who left you the Queen Anne Silver Service, and me, the gargoyle belonged to him. Philip! Oh, you might as well come down, Elizabeth. It's only Higgins. What's going on down here? What was all that noise, Higgins? Mm, sorry, madam, but I was cleaning up Sir Reginald's ancient gargoyle. You see, he left it to me, but I felt it should belong to the family. So I put it on the mantle. Gargoyle? On the mantle? Yes. Where? Oh! Catch her, Higgins. She's going to faint. Faint? No. With that horrible thing in the room? I wouldn't dare. <laughs> it's been over with the fireplaces of the Robertson family for over a thousand years, sir. Well, I give it one more minute here. Now, take it off, Higgins. Yeah. Hey, what's everybody down so early for this morning? We came down to look at the present Higgins was going to give me. But I did give it to you, sir. Oh, no, you didn't. I stopped you just in time. Really? What? Wow, what's that thing? Good morning, everybody. What's on the mantle? Where did you get Frankenstein's head? Frankenstein's head, Papa, is that thing? That, Miss Debbie, is a gargoyle. A figure carved in stone and made intentionally ugly to frighten away evil spirits. It has always protected the Robertson family from uh, misfortune. You mean it's lucky? A uh, lucky watch, McCoy? And if we keep it there on the mantle, it'll bring us good luck? I'm not the one to judge that, Master Thomas. Suffice it to say that the one time the gargoyle was removed from Robertson Castle... England was invaded by William the Conqueror. Oh, lift me up, Pop. I want to rub it for good luck. Yeah, me too. Higgins, I, I know you put that gargoyle up there with the best intentions in the world, but take it down now, please. But Mr. Roberts, Don't I... be hasty, Philip. Gee whiz, Pop. It's lucky. Yeah. School's starting soon. Tommy and me could use some luck. 
<laughs> there is no such thing as a lucky statue. It's all superstition. And I won't have you kids paying any attention to a lot of silly superstitions. Now, now, take it out, Higgins. Boy, I wouldn't throw out no lucky statue. Me neither. That's really asking for trouble. Uh, take it away, Higgins. Out of the house, and I'm sorry. Oh, yes, sir. Very well, sir. I understand how you feel about its appearance. It is rather ghastly. However, I hope you have no reason to regret your decision, sir. Gee whiz, Pop. You'll be sorry, I bet you. I won't have superstitious children. Now be quiet. For the moment, I'll take it out on the front porch, sir. Yes, and wrap it up as soon as possible. It might scare away the trash collectors. Yeah, <laughs> and the mantle looks nice and normal again. I feel rather sorry for poor Higgins. He apparently treasures that gargoyle. Yes, well, I'll make it up to him somehow. Oh, oh, here are my glasses. I must have left them on the mantle last night. <laughs> Imagine how ugly that gargoyle would have looked with these on. Philip, don't swing your glasses like that. It makes me nervous. Oh, don't be silly, Elizabeth. I've never broken a pair of glasses in my whole life. Careful, Pop. No. Oh, boy, you broke your glasses. That's sure bad luck. <laughs> Nonsense. I don't really need those glasses. I only wear them because they make a lawyer look more impressive. Now... How about some breakfast? Do uh, the gargoyle! It's walking back! It's not a gargoyle, sir. It's me! <laughs> All right, children. Your father's almost through with his breakfast. You can give him his presents now. My... my presents? <laughs> well, presents for me? Oh, really, children, you... you shouldn't have done it. Would you like another piece of fried ham, sir? Oh, uh, thank you, Higgins. I would like another piece. Uh, where's the fork? Here you are, sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, that ham certainly looks good. Yes, sir. Ouch! That's my hand you stabbed. Oh. <laughs> hey, sorry, Higgins. My glasses, you know. Uh, you give me the ham. Yes, there you are, sir. Hey, Pop, close your eyes. All right, Tommy. Okay, now, now open them. Well, a belt. Oh, just what I need. I was going to buy a new belt. It's snakeskin. I made it for you myself, Pop. Oh, it's lovely, Tommy, but it looks a little small. Let's leave my waistline out of this, Elizabeth. <laughs> well, if it's small, I can stretch it by wetting it, Pop. I made it out of a garter snake. You made a belt out of a garter snake? Weren't there any belt snakes in the vicinity? <laughs> now it's my turn. Close your eyes, Pop. Uh, they're closed. Now open them. Yikes, what's that? Don't move anyone. I'll get a hammer and kill it. It's a tie clip I made for you out of a genuine giant black water beetle. Oh, I see. You train the thing to sit on that clip. <laughs> it certainly is an unusual tie clip. The beetle is dead, Higgins. I helped Debbie shellack it. I caught it up at Lake Platatuki. I chloroformed it, and Tommy helped me shellack it and glue it on the clip. Chloroform, glued, shellack? Oh, do water beetles enjoy that sort of thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 thank you very much, Debbie. It, it's very nice. A lovely water beetle. Uh, Higgins, take away the ham. I don't think I'll be doing any more eating. <laughs> You're going to look neat, Pop, wearing Tommy's snakeskin belt and my giant black water beetle pie clip. Rather, and I know where you can get a coonskin cap very cheaply. <laughs> 
Here's my gift, Phil. And many happy returns of the day. Well, well, uh, let's let's see what this is. Oh, boy, it's a wristwatch. Yeah, look at all the hands and stuff. It has everything, dear. It even winds itself, and it's waterproof. Waterproof? You mean you can put it under water? Oh, Elizabeth, it, it's swell, really swell. Oh, thank you, dear. Let's see it be waterproof, Pop. Let's see. Oh, now, let's not be carried away. There's no need to test it. Then it isn't waterproof. Uh, Elizabeth, it is, isn't it? Well, of course, dear. It says so right here on the box. I'll bet it isn't. Well, if it is, Pop, why not try it? Sounds rather fascinating, sir. Oh, well, it is waterproof. Well, then why worry? Here's a glass of water. May I put it in, Pop? May I? Well, I know it's waterproof. I'll do it, Debbie. Okay, here goes. My word, the watch is blowing bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> Philip. Is the guarantee in the box, Elizabeth? It is completely guaranteed, dear. Yes, well, I, I'd better take it out of the glass. Boy, that watch sure has a big leak in it. <laughs> I have a feeling this just isn't my day. If you say so, sir. And don't bring up that blasted gargoyle. Good luck and bad luck have nothing to do with gargoyles. Hey, what time does the watch say now? Half past twelve gallons. <laughs> oh, Philip, oh, I'm sorry, dear. Well, there, there's nothing really wrong with it, Elizabeth. Just the mainspring overflowing. <laughs> My word, a huge package. For you, Mr. Roberts. I say, help me carry it in, will you, Master Thomas? Sure, Higgins. Hey, come on, Debbie. We can use you, too. Where should we put it, Mr. Roberts? Uh, right there in the living room, Higgins. Why, Philip, look at the tag. It's for Mr. Bascom. Oh, oh, I knew it all. Leave it to the boss to come through with the big one. Uh, Mr. Roberts, get your shotgun, sir. It's an animal, sir. Uh, let me see. Holy mackerel, it's a moose head. Moose head? You mean there's another package with the rest of the moose? <laughs> Elizabeth, Mr. Bascom sent us a moose head for my birthday. Isn't that nice? <laughs> it's a very unusual birthday gift, dear. It shows Mr. Bascom gave it a great deal of thought. Yeah, but look at it. What was he thinking? Oh, I, I would be too discouraged, sir. Just put it over the mantle, put a glass in his hand, and he becomes a moose of distinction. Yes. <laughs> I know. Now, take it outside, Higgins. If you say so, sir. Oh, Mr. Roberts, the big dog from next door is right out here. <laughs> he thinks you're a moose, Higgins. <laughs> he does? My word, he must be a moose hound. <laughs> oh, he's a great day. <laughs> I can't take this thing out there now, sir. Well, all right, Higgins. Put the darn thing behind the couch where I won't have to see it. Very good, sir. Behind the couch. But if I were you, I would look on the bright side, sir. What is the bright side of a moose? Well, Mr. Bascom could have sent you two mooses. Two mooses? Two mices? <laughs> mices? Two mices? Two meeses? Mices? But why didn't he send you an elk, sir? You 
Higgins, the table looked beautiful with the Queen Anne silver service. Uh, thank you, madam. Oh, and madam. Yes, Higgins. Here is the surprise from Mr. Roberts I told you about. Oh, let me see. Why, it... It's a dish of dirt. Not dirt, madam. It's soil. English soil. Each Robertson for the past 1,500 years has had a dish of this earth next to his place at his birthday table, no matter where in the world he was. Oh, that's a very touching thought, Higgins. Yes. And to think you brought it all the way over from England with you. We must be sure not lose it. Oh, have no fear, madam. I have a whole Gladstone bag full. Well, 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 everything looks very nice. Uh, how's my birthday cake coming, Elizabeth? I'm going to open the oven door right now and look at it. Want to come along? Oh, I sure would. I've been looking forward to that cake. <laughs> now, you be very careful, Phil. I don't want the cake to fall. It's rising so beautifully. Now, look at the cake quickly, dear. I don't want to leave the oven door open too long. Oh, boy, it looks perfect. I I'd better close the oven door fast. <laughs> Philip, you slammed the door. Wasn't I supposed to? Oh, my cake. It fell. Oh, oh I'm sorry, Liz, but I... You... Oh, look at that cake. Three feet across. <laughs> I say, madam, isn't that rather large for a cookie? Oh, Philip, your birthday cake. No, don't worry, sir, don't worry. I'll make you another cake. Well, I just want to say here, I am not giving up. All this stuff is just coincidence. Uh, say, this, this belt Tommy gave me is getting tighter. Could it be you're getting larger? Uh, oh, say, what's that on the table next to my plate? Oh, I wish I had my glasses. What is this, some new kind of pudding? Huh? Oh, I wouldn't taste that, sir. Why not? One little spoonful won't spoil it. I do It'll taste like... It's soil, uh, sir. Soil. English soil. <laughs> what's a dish full of dirt doing next to my plate? Why, it's a tradition, sir. You mean they eat dirt in England? <laughs> oh, no, sir. Your hand on English soil on your birthday. You place your hand there, no matter how far away you are from your homeland. Higgins, this is the United States of America. The traditions of England are interesting to us, but who needs them? <laughs> Excuse me, sir, the doorbell. No, Aunt Millie. Higgins, you certainly have a horrible sense of humor. For one searing, blinding moment, I thought you said Aunt Millie was here. What did you think that noise was, sir? The hook and ladder coming into the house? <laughs> I'm here! Happy birthday, Philip! Who is that out on the front porch? Aunt Millie. Ah, uh -huh. come here, Philip. I want to give you your birthday kiss. No, no, Aunt Millie, no. Stop struggling. I only kiss you once a year. <laughs> Oh, dear, Mr. Roberts. Oh, I say, speak to me. Are you all right? Oh, his ears will ring for about ten minutes, but he'll be as good as new then. <laughs> Here, I brought you five pounds of steak from the farm, Philip. Cat! Aunt Millie, no! Ooh. Oh, you never will learn to get your hands up, Phil. Knocked your wind out, huh? Hey, what's that thing over there? Looks like a football. Ho, ho! Boy, I haven't kicked a football since the plate half-back and faster. <laughs> Stand back, Higgins. No, no, madam, no. 
Oh, oh, my knee. My knee went out of joint. <laughs> oh, dear, madam, you know what? You kicked the guard. Oh, oh. Higgins, is that thing still out here? Oh, yes, oh. sir, but I wrapped it up so that it wouldn't frighten anyone. Oh, don't stand there, Joy, and help me in. My knee's killing oh, me. come on, Admiral. Oh. Higgins, you get on the other side. My word. I think I have the heavy side. Both sides are heavy, you stuffed shirt. <laughs> oh, my knee. Oh, that's my trick knee. It's been acting up for 30 years. Heard it weightlifting in college. <laughs> Here's the couch. Now, now, now lie down oh. carefully, Aunt Millie. Oh, Hurry. send for my doctor. My knee's killing now, me. Call the doctor right away. What? Aunt Millie. I oh. didn't even know you were here. She kicked the guard off. Oh, Higgins? Did you leave that rock on the front porch deliberately? Madam, that rock, as you call it, is an antique piece of statuary. I left it there, yes. You have a real knack for getting me into trouble. Oh, it's not really a knack, madam. It's merely self-preservation. Well, <laughs> uh, just wait till I'm on my feet again. Oh, my knee. Last time this happened, the doctor wouldn't let me move for a week. You mean as a possibility you might be here a week? If I hear someone say you'd be here a week, can't I? Well, let the doctor tell you when he comes. Not a word out of you, Higgins. Don't mention what you're thinking. Oh, I won't mention anything, sir. Not when everything in the house is going just the way you want it to go. <laughs> Who blew the foghorn? Don't get smart. I was calling you. What is your desire, madam? I want a glass of water. A glass of water, madam? Oh, yes. The pain is so bad, you've decided to end it all. <laughs> get the water and stop trying to cheer me up. What did the doctor say, Aunt Millie? Well, he said Aunt Millie couldn't be moved for a week. Oh, dear. Oh, poor Aunt Millie. Bring me a pillow, somebody. Now my back hurts. The water, madam, and the pillow. Never mind, Higgins. I'll get them. Oh, uh, uh, Higgins, may I speak to you privately? Oh, certainly, sir. What is it, sir? Higgins, I give up. Whatever do you mean, sir? The gargoyle. Put it back up on the mantel. But, Mr. Roberts, you said this superstition business was a lot of rot. Look, Higgins, what else can happen to me? There's only one thing left. The house could fall down. What did I say? Everybody out! Gee whiz, you're all white, Pop. Is there something wrong? Tommy and me were racing downstairs. Well, the next time you come down, take off your shoes. Gee, sorry, Pop. Come on, Debbie. Uh, Put the gargoyle back, Higgins. Now, right away, pronto, immediately, instantly. Right now, sir. Yes, right. uh, Oh, oh, this belt. It's... It's cutting me in half. Is it too tight, sir? It keeps getting tighter all the time. It's it's on the last hole, and now I can't get the buckle open. The snakeskin must be shrinking, sir. Yes, but when is it going to stop? I hate to mention this, sir, but what if it doesn't stop? Doesn't stop? Higgins, do you realize what you're saying? Oh, yes, sir. If the belt keeps shrinking, you won't be able to make both ends meet. <laughs> Allow me to try opening the buckle, sir. Go ahead. I had all I could do to find it. Now, let me see now. Here we go. Mm. Oh, oh, there it is. <laughs> now, try to... Higgins, <laughs> stop your... You're, you're tickling me. Oh, it's no use, sir. It's no use. I can't tell you from the belt. Okay, well, call Tommy. He knows about snake skins. I wonder what happens when the snake got wet. <laughs> oh, Master Thomas. Your father is being choked to death around the stomach. It's the belt you gave me, Tommy. I can't loosen it, and it's getting tighter and 
Tighter. Gee whiz, just about the only way to fix that is to wet the belt and make it stretch, Pop. Now, why didn't I think of that? Come on, Tommy. I'm Higgins. Get that gargoyle back. Yes, sir. I'll go and get it immediately, sir. Oh, Higgins! Uh, yes, madam. I want to turn over, but I can't make it by myself. I need help. Uh, very well, madam. I'll go next door. Oh, to get the neighbor? No, to get his bulldozer. <laughs> what do you mean, bulldozer? You help me yourself. I'll try, madam, but I'm not an unusually strong man. You said a mouthful. And with that accent, you sound like you've got a mouthful. Now, help me turn over. Yes, madam. Which part would you like me to hoist? <laughs> Just stand close to me and let me hold your arm. I'll do the hard work. Now, let me get a good grip on your arm. There. Madam, please. I mean, after all, that's bone and muscle. Muscle? Heck. Why, I've got better muscle than that on a chicken leg. I know, but how does a chicken look in a derby? You stand still and let me turn over. This couch is so small. Uh, Up and over. Facing the back of me. Oh, Millie, really, that's only a moose head. Don't really, Aunt Millie, me. How many couches have you seen with moose heads behind them? Get it out of there. It's staring at me, and I hate anything that can outstare me. Mm, I rather imagine it's a trying situation for the moose, too. <laughs> oh, brother, that thing gave me a start. Lying there, it looked just like my grandpa Hector. Except Hector had a bigger lower lip. <laughs> Excuse me, madam. I have a very important errand. Now, now, where did that gargoyle go after Aunt Millie kicked it? Not here on the porch. In the bushes, perhaps. No, let me see. Not in the bushes. What you looking for, Higgins? The gargoyle, Miss Debbie. Your father now insists I put it back on the mantle. Oh, boy, I'm glad. We've been a little unlucky today. I wouldn't dwell on that in front of your father, Debbie. There's no storm yet, but his barometer is falling fast. His barometer? Let's find the gargoyle. I had it all wrapped up in brown paper. Higgins! Higgins, the dog! He's got the package. See? Right over there. He's carrying it by the cord. Yes, I see him. My word, he's strong, isn't he? He looks even bigger now. Oh, how are we going to get it away from him? He's real tough. Mm, I'll try and see. Here, dog. Here, doggy. Here, dog. Here, dog. So I've got an idea, Higgins. Yes. If we give him something to eat, he might drop the package. Oh, there isn't a bit of meat in the house, except the steaks Aunt Millie brought. My word, he does want something to eat. Look at him. He, he looks hungry, and he's looking at me. Get him something to eat, will you? Don't move, Higgins! That's my one hope. Maybe he's a sportsman and won't take his dinner unless it's moving. <laughs> I thought I told you to get that gargoyle, and I find you out here playing with the dog. Playing with... Playing? Who's playing, sir? That dog is hungry, and he thinks I'm his dinner. Not only that, the package he's carrying is the gargoyle. How did you let him get you in a corner like that? Uh, He persuaded me, sir. Here's the only meat in the house. The steak Aunt Millie bought? Oh, Higgins, I don't know. It's been a long time since I had steak. Pop, the dog smells the steak. Well, give it to him, sir. Uh, all right. There you are. I've got the gargoyles, sir. Let's hurry back into the house. Uh, Higgins, get that darn thing back on the mantel fast. Uh, Aunt Millie's asleep. 
Nice that way, isn't it, sir? Oh, clear some of that stuff off the mantel. There it is, sir. There it is. Back up on the mantel where it belongs. Just as ugly as it was when I woke up. What are you two talking so soft about? Help me. I want to turn over uh, again. Yes, Aunt Millie. Great land of Goshen. What's that thing on the mantel? Aunt Millie, look out. You're pulling off the couch. Oh, oh dear. Oh, I say it'll be quite a lift getting her off the floor. Get your hands off me. I can get up by myself. Oh, Aunt Millie, your knee. It's all right. Yes, falling off the couch, did it? Now, what is that concerned ugly thing there on the mantel? Aunt Millie, that's a fine old English antique. Higgins here, in a magnificently generous gesture, gave it to me for my birthday. And it has a long history of bringing luck to the house that has it over the fireplace. Well, sounds like a lot of powder all to me. I won't even allow anyone to doubt the power of that gargoyle. Oh, oh, oh all right, Philip, I'm sorry. Well, I'm going. Oh, but Aunt Millie, at, at least stay for my birthday dinner. Mr. Roberts. Hey, please, Higgins, don't interrupt. But, Mr. Roberts, the belt is stretching, sir. And your trousers, they're... Uh, Great, land of Goshen, your pants are falling off. Will you be staying for dinner, madam? No, I don't want to push my luck with this knee. I'm going home and get to bed. I'll go to the kitchen and say goodbye to Elizabeth. Excuse me, madam, the door. Yes? Roberts, that's right. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, Mr. Roberts. Oh. Mr. Roberts. Oh, brother, I almost lost those pants. A package, sir. Huh? Seems to be for you from Mr. Bascom. Another one from him. Didn't he pull a dirty enough trick with that moose head? Now, Mr. Roberts, it seems to be a set of golf clubs. Golf clubs? Matched clubs. Oh, they're beauty. Oh, I say there's a note, too, sir. Uh, well, well, give it to me, Higgins. Yes. Uh, dear Phil, hope you got a laugh out of the old moose head. Here's your real birthday present. <laughs> have, have a nice day off. <laughs> Very handsome clubs they are, too, sir. Very handsome. Oh, Higgins, I take back everything I said about that gargoyle. It, it is lucky, and I believe in it. I hope it stays over our fireplace forever. Yes. Hey, Higgins, come back here when I'm talking to you. Oh, just a moment, sir. Ah, here we are, sir. Here you are, sir. Happy birthday, sir. A cake? Oh, Higgins, that's wonderful. Yes, and I made it all by myself, sir. <laughs> well, it looks wonderful. Icing, roses, oh, and the inscription. Yes. Happy birthday, Mr. Roberts. Oh, I'm rather proud of that, sir. But, Higgins... The cake seems to be all squashed. Oh, yes, sir. You see, I had a terrible time getting the cake into the typewriter. Then it's Higgins, sir, a new comedy series starring Harry McNaughton with Vinton Hayworth and Vera Allen as Mr. and Mrs. Roberts. It's Higgins, sir, is directed and transcribed by Paul Harrison and written by Paul Harrison and Rick Bullards. This is Lionel Rico speaking. Be sure to tune in next time, my friends, for another classic comedy radio show. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Thanks for 